the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. The author of the book of Hebrews said, Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, exhorting one another. Be accountable to somebody. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Picture yourself being baptized in the Jordan River, visiting Jerusalem, where every path leads toward Christ's life and the story of God's purpose on earth. These moments can be yours when you join Tony and Lois Evans for Experience Israel 2018, November 7th through the 16th. Gifted worship artists Anthony Evans and Meredith Andrews will enhance your time in Israel with spiritual meaning. Visit letstalkfaith.com or call 855-448-7226 and book your journey to Israel today. Finding Faith Together, the new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN, also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour is sponsored by EDI Travel. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Well, it's a fascinating day, and uh, I am so privileged and honored to welcome you to the program today. Welcome to our listeners here in Columbus, Ohio, on the Word, 880 AM and 104.5 FM. But it's also, again, my privilege to welcome our listeners on Faith Talk AM 570910 and FM 102.1 in Tampa, Florida. To our Florida listeners, uh, it is such a privilege to uh, to fill in for Bill Bunkley while he continues his uh, battle against cancer. Thank you for uh, putting up with us. And, of course, to my listeners here in Ohio, uh, you are always appreciated. So it is just a double honor for me to welcome our listeners in Ohio and in Florida and, of course, through streaming audio and podcasts and so forth, listeners literally literally all over the world. A very historic time for the first 
time in history. The President of the United States and the head of North Korea, North Korea, pardon me, sat down for an honest, blunt conversation and signed an agreement. Never happened before. And it is just, it is more than fascinating to see the many, many, many responses to this summit. Uh, there are some who are praising this summit, uh, you know, and they're saying once again that Donald Trump should get the uh, the Nobel Peace Prize because he has accomplished what no other president in American history has done. And that's true. Uh, he has. Uh, there are others who are saying it was a complete failure. It was nothing more than a photo op. Uh, Kim Jong-un played Trump for a fool. And uh, Donald Trump got nothing. North Korea got everything and and everything in between. Now, I have some comments. Uh, I have some thoughts that I'll pass along to you. But because of the extreme historic nature of this summit, I would like to hear from you about your impression. Here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE. If you're alphabetically challenged like I am, it is 877-262-5483. And, of course, that telephone number works anywhere in the continental United States. I would honestly like to hear your impressions of this summit. Are you encouraged? Are you discouraged? Uh, Do you think that President Trump was taken advantage of by a brutal, murderous dictator? Uh, Are you uh, happy and encouraged that finally we're talking with an enemy? I'd love to hear from you. What is your initial response from this historic summit that uh, finished up yesterday? Again, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483, 262-5483. Well, let's let's begin with Nancy Pelosi. Yes, dear Nancy. Uh, well, you have to uh, uh, you have to uh, uh, pass the bill be, be, be before we know what's what, what's in the bill. Yeah, that that Nancy. Uh, the Nancy who called the Iran agreement. Uh, between the Obama administration and Iran, she called that a diplomatic masterpiece. Now, we, of course, learn now that the Iranians lied through their teeth through that whole process. Uh, There is pretty good evidence that they have continued their development of nuclear weapons. I mean, there's pretty solid evidence that that whole Iran deal was a complete failure, and we turned over... Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in cash at night on an unmarked airplane. (laughs) Does that sound like a deal that governments go through or the mafia? Uh, Anyway, Nancy Pelosi called the Iran deal, a, and I'm quoting, a diplomatic masterpiece. And, of course, it was uh, Nancy Pelosi also who had a meeting with Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad. 
who had slaughtered hundreds of thousands of his own people. Uh, anyway, I just most of you know that about Nancy Pelosi, but uh, Nancy Pelosi has just absolutely trashed Donald Trump over this summit. Quote, House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi trashed President Donald Trump's diplomatic efforts Tuesday at a summit with North Korea's Kim Jong-un in Singapore, claiming he had conceded too much to the regime. The would-be Speaker of the House complained that Trump had insulted American allies and sidelined the experts at the State Department. Really? Okay, well, let's see uh, how the allies are responding. Now, the ally of America that would be uh, impacted the most by this whole meeting, summit, agreement, is South Korea. Nancy Pelosi said that we had betrayed our allies. Well, here's what South Korea said at the close of the summit. This is the official statement from South Korea. The agreement will be recorded as a historic event that has helped break down the last remaining Cold War legacy on Earth. It is a great victory achieved by both the United States and the two Koreas and a huge step forward for people across the world. Nancy Pelosi said we had betrayed her allies. Well, not Korea. Japan, they are praising this. In fact, I can't find any of our allies that has that have criticized this meeting. Okay, then. Uh, it's been fascinating to listen uh, to the news sources. Uh, CNN, uh, Chris Saliza, one of their editors, uh, actually had some praise for the summit. But the official editorial position of CNN was headline, Kim Jong-un had a great Singapore segment. Here's how the CNN official response was, uh, how it started. Kim Jong-un couldn't have scripted his Singapore sojourn any better himself. The uh, implication in this story by CNN is that Kim Jong-un came out smelling like a rose Donald Trump came out smelling like a skunk. Yeah, that's uh, that's CNN. Interesting. Well, I have some. Uh, I have a couple of observations I'll share with you. I am anything but an expert on international relations, so uh, don't expect comments from an expert. But I I do have some thoughts, some comments. But I'd also like to hear from you. I mean, the response is all over the place. It was an incredible success. It was a miserable failure. Uh, it was a great victory. It was a sellout. I'd like to hear from you. What are your thoughts about this historic event that unfolded in Singapore yesterday? Again, here's my number, 877-BOB-LIVE. Love to hear from my Ohio listeners. I'd love to hear from our Florida listeners. 877 2 62-54-83. Thumbs up, thumbs down on the summit or something in between. 877-262-5483.
Hey, this is Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. And right now, your gift of $60 provides enough ready-to-use therapeutic food, enough plumpy nut, and medicine to save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We've been talking about this for several days now, and we just have a little bit of time left to meet the goal of saving 150 kids. The number is 888-884-4836. I was on the air not so long ago, actually in Seattle. Seattle is not known for being the bastion of uh, Christianity. I don't know if you knew that or not. It's like the uh, West Coast version of Boston. I mean, it's just it's just not uh, a place that the churches thrive. And yet there, I had a woman call and say, I want to do this for 100 kids, a $6,000 one-time gift. We do need a game changer, I must say. We want to be able to thank you by first name and by city. So whether you're going to do $60 or $600 or $6,000 or more or less, the good news is it's going to be matched dollar for dollar, and we're waiting for your call right now at 888-884-4836. Again, that number is 888-884-4836. Let's talk faith.com uh, is the website you can go to and click the Save the Children banner. And right now, would you call 888-884-4836? Maybe there's somebody right now, you would make a leadership gift of um, of $600, and that would draw us so very closely. We're, we're, I'm telling you, we're we're right there. Scott's over there, kind of calculating everything. Thirteen more, thirteen down to a, thirteen would be seven hundred eighty dollars. Thirteen kids right now would be seven hundred eighty dollars. And listen, I could sit here and break it down with an abacus into all type of <laughs> monthly and bi monthly gifts and ways to do it. However, you choose to do it, need somebody to do it. I, you know, listen, if you just want to make that one time gift of sixty dollars, we welcome that and we're blessed by need that. It. But I really truly do believe, Scott, that there's somebody that's been listening. They listened yesterday. They've listened today. God's been tapping at their heart and just kind of, you know, nudging them the whole time. And they, you just kind of get in that place. You're like, oh, you know, later, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it happen. You can make it happen. I mean, you can. You know, really you can. There are families. They'll put a whole vacation on a credit card mm-hmm. and hope that by the end of the year they pay for mm-hmm. it. We live in just a stone's throw of Disney World. And I know, and I've met people. Where'd you come from? Mm. I came down from, you know, Dakota. We come here every year. And, you know, you know they put three, $4,000 in that credit card at the beginning of the year to book it, and then they kind of figured it out. And I just know that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I know there's somebody listening right now. You know you could make that gift. And you could either write the check and it'd be done or put it on your debit card, or you could just find a way to figure it out. You just figure it out. And I want you to, I just want to encourage you right now. God's been speaking to you. When you think of these children, when you think about what they're experiencing, when you think about how they're really at the door of death, when, when you know, Scott told us last hour that one of the kids he met over there said, well, if I grow up, I'd like to be my grandfather. When you're living in a state where you don't assume that you're going to grow up, that's a bad place to be. But we can rescue. We can help save the children on the ground right now in very difficult places providing Plumpy Nut, providing this therapeutic food for children really on the brink of death. Your $60 gift saves one of these children. So I need you to call right now. And don't worry about figuring it out till later. You'll figure it out. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. John Hunter was the speaker at a camp that my family and I attended. Chuck Swindoll is a master storyteller. One of his itineraries took him from one preaching point to another by plane. He sat down by a a woman on the plane and 
she said, by the way, what do you do? What's your work? He says, well, I'm a teacher. So what do you teach? Teach the Bible. I don't believe the Bible. What's the trouble? He asked, but she says, I just cannot believe that Noah swallowed that whale. Chuck's stories show us the world around us. But now, Insight for Living faces a financial challenge that could impact your ability to hear Chuck. Giving levels have dipped, and the need is nothing short of urgent by June 30th. You can give back to the man and the ministry that have encouraged you for years. Log on to insight.org or call 800-772-8888 and tell them you're listening to Chuck on this station, 800-772-8888. Do you have a cracked or broken windshield and full coverage insurance? Do you want a new windshield at no charge and up to $100 cash back on the spot for your damaged windshield? Call Autoglass America today at 813-96-GLASS. They work for you, not your insurance company. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Autoglass America. I'm Bill Carl. The Bill Bunkley Show continues in just a moment. School's almost out, and yet Christian schools are already enrolling for next year. Great private Christian schools. And if you'd like to send your child, stop first at ChristianTuitions.com. Well, I don't think this is uh, a surprise, but breaking news. J.D. Greer has just been elected as the president of the Southern Baptist Convention with uh, right at a 70% vote, 68.62% of the vote, 70%. J.D. Greer, uh, pastor from uh, uh, North Carolina, I believe. J.D. Greer is the new president of the Southern Baptist Convention. Uh, I think most people assumed that uh, he would be uh, president, but uh, that is now confirmed after a vote. 68.62% of the vote. J.D. Greer is the new president of the Southern Baptist Convention. All right. The uh, summit in uh, Singapore between the president and Kim Jong-un. Number one, the signed agreement is not a whole lot to get excited about. Now, I I don't want to throw cold water on this. This was an absolutely historic event. I personally am encouraged. I'm looking at this in a very positive way. I think this is going to lead to good things. But we need to remember this is just the beginning. And one thing I really appreciate about the way Donald Trump handled this, he did not... Uh, have unusually high expectations. He didn't try to sell this summit as it's going to be historic, it's going to be great, it's going to be life-changing, and I'm going to go down in history as the greatest peacemaker of all time after this conference. On several occasions, Donald Trump said, hey, we're going to see what's going to happen. I'm hoping for the best, but we don't know. Uh, Trump said on several occasions, you know, if... uh, If I sense that Kim Jong-un is not really serious, I'm I'm just going to walk out. He he did not raise high expectations for the meeting, to be honest. And uh, my regular listeners in Ohio know this, but for those of you in Florida, 
I was extremely critical of Donald Trump during the primaries. He was not my candidate. He was far, far, far from my candidate. And since he has been president, there have been times that I have criticized him. With that said, however, I am enormously surprised by how good a job he is doing as president. To be honest, I'm shocked at how well he is doing. This whole North Korea thing, my personal opinion, I think he's handled it brilliantly. Um, He was tough. Where in the past we have we have dealt with North Korea for many, many, many years with an enormous amount of weakness. Donald Trump, in his gruff, uh, certainly non-traditional way, calling Kim Jong-un a little rocket man. But in, in, in the analysis, you know, after looking at this, This is exactly what this guy needed. I mean, this tiny little country, North Korea is tiny. And just a few months ago, he was saber-rattling, we're going to blow you off the map. We've got nuclear weapons, and we're not afraid to use them, and we're not afraid of the United States. You remember all that? You remember that? How did Trump respond? He said, all right, I got a nuclear button, too. It's bigger than yours. And mine works. Tough talk. Uh, What did it do? He got little rocket man's attention. I think Kim Jong-un realized if he ever launched one missile that looked like it was going to approach an American territory, this president was not afraid to press his nuclear button and blow Little Rocket Man off the face of the earth. And Kim Jong-un, from everything I've read, he is incredibly paranoid. He is unbelievably paranoid, and he wants to live. I honestly think Donald Trump frightened him out of his wits. So much so that within a period of just a few months, Kim Jong-un went from... Uh, we will never destroy our nuclear program. Uh, We're going to increase it. We've got nuclear weapons, and we're not afraid to use them, to in just a few months to publicly agreeing we're going to do away with our nuclear program uh, entirely. It's astonishing. Now, is he going to keep his promise? We don't know. And that's why I think we must be very cautious in getting our hopes up. In the past, we have not been able to trust North Korea for anything. They have broken every agreement we have made with them. Let's not forget that. But I think the president has handled this brilliantly. And uh, if we know anything about this president, he speaks his mind. He is incredibly blunt. And I know that there was no one in that room when the two of them met except the translators, but I have a very strong feeling Donald Trump looked at this little guy and said, hey, we want peace. We really do. You need to give up your nuclear weapons, but I just want you to know something. If you make a deal with me, I expect you to keep it. And if you don't keep it, 
you're going to be very, very sorry. I think this. I think the talk was extremely blunt. So uh, we will see. But back to the agreement itself, it's extremely vague. There are no details whatsoever about the denuclearization, except uh, that North Korea has signed an agreement promising that he will destroy their nuclear program. But there is nothing specific, absolutely nothing specific whatsoever, uh, which should cause a great deal of concern. So I am optimistic. Uh, Is this the guarantee of peace on the Korean Peninsula? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, It could lead to that. I'm encouraged, and I think we should be. But um, it's very, very early in these continuing talks. All right. What are your thoughts? 877 Bob Live. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Words of gratitude today coming from the parents of Otto Warm Beer about some comments made by President Trump in the aftermath of his summit in Singapore with. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. You may remember Otto Warmbier, the college student who died after being released from a North Korean prison just last year. Well, the parents are now thanking the president for some of his words in which he described Warmbier as a very special person, noting that his highly publicized death actually galvanized the administration's determination to deal with North Korea and led to a successful summit. Charitable giving in this country has now reached an all-time high, at least it did last year, in which it topped $400 billion for the first time ever. That Astounding figure provided in the Giving USA report. It says giving from individuals, estates, foundations, and corporations reached an estimated $410 billion in 2017. On Wall Street, the Dow was down two points. More from SRNnews.com. Bill Carl here with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Thank you for joining us for just a few moments as we share more opportunities for you to save lives through Save the Children. When you call 888 888- and make your gift of $60. You save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. You can also click the Save the Children link at letstalkfaith.com to make that gift. And what are we talking about, really? Well, Save the Children, around for over 100 years, has been working in East Africa among famine victims. And they provide, uh, it's kind of a funny name, they provide this ready-to-use therapeutic food called Plumpy Nut peanut-based. It's kind of based on Nutella. And it really does bring kids back from the brink of death. Again, your $60 provides enough plumpy nut and medicine to save a child who's starving. And Scott, I know that you've been there in Ethiopia and seen the miracle of plumpy nut and seen the miracle of these kids. Take us inside that a little. It is to nutrition what penicillin was to medicine. And that's not just me. I mean, 60 Minutes talked about it as a miracle. And I don't know if you watch 60 Minutes very much, but they don't use the word miracle very often. Uh, It brings kids back, children back, babies back from the brink of uh, death. I mean, they're right on the doorstep. I mean, they they are the child you're thinking of right now. The child with uh, appears to be a skeleton uh, with skin draped over it. I mean, it, it really is stark to see. When you see a mom holding her twin boys that are three months old, and she says, I can no longer even nurse my kids. 
I don't have enough food for myself and uh, mother's milk is the only way my kids uh, can survive and they're suffering from severe acute malnutrition. Uh, today we have a chance to, to be the safety net. We have a chance to be um, come together and do this thing uh, that really is ours to do. So, I mean, we, you've been fortunate, blessed, lucky, whatever word you use, um, to be where you are, to live where you live. Not, not just to be born where you've been born, but to be born when you've been born. And we're so thankful to be in a position to be able to do good for others, not to have to rely on the government and other agencies to make this happen. Save the Children is a nonprofit that I know personally at our house, Missy and I give to every year, and we want to encourage you to as well. In fact, Save the Children works here in the United States of America. I spent a good chunk of time last fall in uh, rural Tennessee among Save the Children uh, folks who have been blessed through this ministry, and I hope you'll step in right now. Again, your gift of $60 saves a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We're counting down 105 kids to go. Would you call right now? 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk Faith. Com. And I'll tell you this as well. We've had a generous donor step forward who over the next month has said, look, for every gift that your listeners make to save the children, I'll double it. So if you make that gift of $60, it becomes $120, so on and so forth. And maybe right now you'd say, Bill Scott, I'll do a leadership gift of $600. That would take care of 10 children saving their lives and with those matching dollars would add another 10 children to the list of those who've been impacted through Save the Children and through your kindness. So again, I would encourage you to go to the phone right now. Here's the number, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or again, click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Together, we can save lives with Save the Children. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570, 910-FM 102.1. Weekday mornings at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website, ptvtoday.org, ptvtoday.org. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Bob Bernie Live. Welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Whether you're listening in Columbus, Ohio or Tampa, Florida, welcome. Just an honor to have you along for the ride this afternoon. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. And uh, we're going to go to the phones, and I've got Charles in Columbus. Charles, you're on Bobberty Live. Hey, Bob, how are you? I am well, thank you. That's good to hear. I'm glad to hear that. Hey, Bob, you know, man, it's, it's, it's laughable with the comments you just made about this whole North Korean summit, but, you know, what I expect nothing less. You just had president of this country go and give this rogue leader instantaneously legitimacy and the one thing that the U.S. 
was trying to do, they did not get. That is the that is the process of him destroying his nuclear program and being able to ver and the U.S. being able to verify that, which mm-hmm. they didn't get. All they got is his word that he'll he'll do something, and he didn't even say he will he will destroy his nukes. He just said he'll do something. Uh, to to minimize or limit it, what what have you? Well, no, that's and that's wait, that's, wait, finish. Charles, Charles, you've been talking for a minute and forty seconds. Let me at least say something. Uh, he did say that he would denuclearize, and he did promise. But as I said, uh, I don't think we should get our hopes up too much. This is only the beginning, and as I made very clear, and you must have missed this, I said this is there were no specifics in this, no specifics. Now, question for you: What was what was your opinion of the Iran deal that the Obama administration brokered? What was your thought about that? I'm glad you brought that up, Bob. And that Iran deal, that Iran deal was set up such that they could verify that Iran was complying with with that uh, with that deal, which which everybody said up to the point that President President Trump. Crafted, Iran was was was, was uh, falling through on that part of the deal. This this I don't know what you call it. You can there's nothing you can verify. And like I say, he well, this. He, but Charles, Charles, Bob, Charles, Bob, let me finish. No, you know, otherwise you'll just ramble and ramble, and I won't be able to say anything. President Trump made it clear this is only the beginning. This is not the end. This is only the beginning of probably a long process. And, of course, we found out later that the Iran deal was built completely on lies with those documents that the Israeli military secreted out of Iran just a few months ago. They they lied totally about it. And by, you know, if you say that this legitimizes a rogue regime, it's exactly what the Iran deal did with Iran. They are a murderous, barbarous, evil uh, government. But But again, Charles... Do you give Donald Trump any credit whatsoever for being the first president ever to sit down with a leader of North Korea? Do you give him any credit whatsoever? Any? Two things. As I said, going back to the Rand deal, that was verifiable. And Charles, point, I Trump, asked. Charles, finish, I, no, Charles, I'll, we don't I'll, have time. I asked you Bob, a question. Do you finish. give Donald, Don, uh, Charles, we got to have a dialogue here. I can't just allow you to ramble. Otherwise, it's it's worthless for both of us. Do you give Donald Trump any credit whatsoever for sitting down with Kim Jong-un? As I said, allow me to get to that. But allow me to finish making my No, point. I asked you a question. Bob, Can you answer me, it? Other- Charles, Bob. Charles, I asked you a Bob. question. Can you answer it? And then, and then we can talk. Point, Bob. Bob, no, Charles, point, Charles, I, I Charles, I can't do this. I can't I I can't allow you just to ramble. I'm sorry. I I really do. I'd like to have a dialogue, but if I ask you a question, I'd like it, at least an attempt at an answer. Thanks for calling, Charles. And uh it is when you're doing a talk show, it is really difficult to try to control the content. Uh if I just go on and ramble, 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 then I destroy any relationship that I can ever have with my listeners. If I allow a caller to just simply ramble, 
then it's not profitable for them or for me. So, again, um, as I was saying before, there the liberal left would... You've heard this before. If Donald Trump walked on water, the liberal left would say the headline in the New York Times, the Chicago Tribune, the uh, the L.A. Times... If Donald Trump walked on water, the headlines all over America would be, surprising fact, Donald Trump can't swim. Now, again, I am not an over-the-top, unconditional Donald Trump supporter. But when he does something good, I'll give him credit. If he does something bad, I'll criticize him. This, I think is the beginning, or at least the possible beginning, of something very good with North Korea. We don't know. I think we should be cautious. And as I've said, and our caller just a moment ago evidently didn't hear or just chose not to hear, uh, we should not get overly excited about this because I'm looking at the entire agreement. It's... uh, it can be placed on one page of typewriter paper. What did that? Oh, I just realized how that dated me, typewriter paper. One, one eight and a half, eleven copier paper, okay? The entire wording of this document could be placed on one sheet of paper. A significant agreement between two countries will usually be hundreds of pages long. It could be a thousand pages long. A a significant agreement. This is not. It's one page. No specifics whatsoever. Um, The United States and the DPRK commit to establish new U.S.-DPRK relations in accordance with the desire of the peoples of the two countries for peace and prosperity. Uh, The United States and the DPRK will join their efforts to build a lasting and stable peace regime on the Korean Peninsula. Reaffirming the April 27, 2018 Panmunjom Declaration, the DPRK commits to work toward complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. The United States and the DPRK commit to recovering POW MIA re, uh, remains, including the immediate repatriation of those already identified. That's basically it. So for those who are saying there are no specifics, there's no specifics, there are no specifics, they're exactly right. There aren't any specifics. Uh, but But for those who are saying... This is peace in our time. Nah, that's an overstatement as well. Let's try our best to be objective and balanced. History was made yesterday in Singapore. For the first time ever, the heads of state of the United States and North Korea sat down to talk. That's a good thing. Let's not exaggerate it in a negative way or in a positive way. It is only the beginning. I hope, I pray, that it's the beginning of something really good. And by the way, very quickly, 
many in the secular media have said human rights were not discussed at all. Uh, that's not true. Uh, it was not as much of an emphasis as I would like to have seen, and I've made that absolutely clear over and over again. No matter what else happens with North Korea, if human rights are not addressed, then this is not a success. Human rights were discussed. Donald Trump did bring up human rights, uh, not at length, but it was brought up. And also, we need to understand, sanctions continue. Our relationship with North Korea basically is unchanged. What our government, what our president said to Kim Jong-un yesterday was, we demand that you get rid of all of your nuclear capability, all of your nuclear weapons, you get rid of all of it. We are grateful that you are signing this agreement and making this promise, but we just want you to know, sanctions will continue. Financial, economic sanctions will continue, which, by the way, have crippled the North Korean economy. Sanctions will continue until we reach an ironclad agreement and we can verify that your nuclear program has been dismantled. So, in spite of what Nancy Pelosi and many others have said, we did not give North Korea anything. They gave us their word. We have given them our word. But economic sanctions continue until North Korea actually comes through and does something about what they have promised. With that said... I'm encouraged. It's the beginning. Your thoughts? 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. You may, as our previous caller thought, it was a total disaster. Well, let's talk about it. Maybe you think it was a success. 877-262-5483. I'm Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Imagine a child so weakened from malnutrition, so near the brink of death with starvation, that they cannot cry out for their mother's milk. They cannot turn their head to receive food. They cannot even move, uh, that their body literally is shutting down from hunger. That's really what's happening in so many parts of the world. And thank God for Save the Children stepping in, providing ready-to-use therapeutic food and medicines for these children. Uh, you can be a part of that right now. When you call 888-884-4836, your gift of $60 saves a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. Uh, Scott Wilder joins us from Save the Children. Scott, we've talked about the before. Tell us a little bit about the after, after these kids receive this life-giving treatment. Uh, the, the after is light, and it's life, and it's a plump child, a happy child, a healthy child, like every child should be. I mean, that, that is what your money does today. And I know it's easy for stuff to wash over us. There's stuff that happens here in the news, and it washes over me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have to shake myself to sort of shake me to wake me again. And, and I don't want this to ever wash over us. We, we are really talking about life and death. We're talking about a child that before, as we talked about, the child is 
uh, almost skeletal remains, no light, no life in her eyes. I can't hold her head up from her mother's arms because her neck is so weak. Uh, As you said yesterday, rightly, uh, does not have the energy even to make noise, to cry. Cry would be a step up Mm -hmm. because it would mean energy. And so today, you know, the after, the plumpy nut, uh, is is a life changer. It is a life saver. And that's what you're doing today when you call the number. You're providing life to a child who otherwise, and we say child, it really is largely children of the age of two. Uh, you know, the, the first big hurdle in that part of the world is a healthy birth. Mm. And lots of babies die in childbirth. I remember being on the road with a guy who was an interpreter. And he's an educated guy. He's been to college, been to university, uh, worked for the for the uh, consulate there and was an interpreter. And we was talking to him over at a dinner uh, about his life and his family. I said, tell me about how you grew up. And he was talking to me about it. And he said, my mother had eight kids. And so he, he goes on to talk. And I said, wow, I said, you grew up? With eight kids in your family. He said, no, I grew up with four kids in my family. Three of them died in childbirth, and one died of malnutrition before the age of two. Isn't it interesting, the things that we assume? You know, we are so blessed here in the United States of America that for a family near us to lose a child, it is a tragedy that many of us cannot even comprehend. And yet it is the day in and day out for so many of these children in places like Ethiopia, which is still trying to recover from the effects of a historic drought that uh, caused so much devastation, so much starvation, and so much pain. Your gift right now of $60 to save the children provides ready-to-use therapeutic food, plumpy nut, for one of these children, literally bringing them back from the brink of death due to severe acute malnutrition. So far, we've saved 45 kids. We have 105 more we'd like to speak to, and right now, every dollar you give is doubled through the generous matching gift of a donor who said, I'll step up, I'll match these gifts. So this really is the time to call. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. You can also help by clicking the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Let's make that gift today. Let's save a life today. You can do it by joining us and Scott Wilder and our friends at Save the Children. 888-884-4836. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800 518 4020. That's 800 518 4020. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. Jesus does not want to be the most important part of your life. Jesus wants to be your life, He wants all of who you are. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. If you'd like to learn more about Bob Bernie Live, visit our website, thewordcolumbus.com, thewordcolumbus.com. 
Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. If you were not listening earlier, the uh, Southern Baptist Convention, uh, about an hour ago now, elected J.D. Greer of North Carolina, pastor of a very large church in North Carolina, as their new president. Uh, He is the youngest SBC president in many, many, many years. J.D. Greer, the new president of the Southern Baptist Convention, elected a little over an hour ago in Dallas, Texas, at their annual convention. Speaking of the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, Monday of this week, they uh, they made history. As far as I know, now I, I could be wrong on this. I'm not an expert on anything. But uh, as far as I know, for the first time in the Southern Baptist Convention history, they have officially expelled a church because of racism. Now, the Southern Baptist Convention has been dealing with the topic of racism now for several years. Uh, It was a landmark decision when they elected Fred Luter as the first African-American president. Fred is a dear friend, pastors in New Orleans, a godly man, a good man, uh, pastor of Franklin Avenue Baptist Church in New Orleans. Fred Luter was elected the first black president of the Southern Baptist Convention a few years ago. That was a huge step, and he did an enormous amount of good in uh, bringing to the surface racial tensions, working for racial reconciliation. Um, Then uh, Ronnie Floyd, uh, I'm trying to think if he succeeded. I think he succeeded Fred Luter. Ronnie Floyd from Arkansas made this a huge priority during his presidency uh, for racial reconciliation. Steve Gaines, who succeeded him, made it a big priority. And J.D. Greer, who was just elected today, has said that if he is elected president, this is going to be a big emphasis in his presidency as well to deal with any racism that is left in the Southern Baptist Convention and to, uh, to, to ask God to lead the convention in being a, a, a positive influence in the entire nation on racial unity. And I applaud all of them for doing that. Well, with all of that, Raleigh White Baptist Church. Now, I have, I have no clue that... White in the name has to do with race. I I have no clue. But this is a church in Albany, Georgia, and the name of the church is Raleigh White Baptist Church. They were yesterday kicked out of the Southern Baptist Convention over racism. Now, I don't know all the story, but uh, they were kicked out of their local association, which was the Mallory Baptist Association, uh, which is uh, 50 churches in southwest Georgia. They expelled this church uh, recently over, quote, racially motivated attitudes. And the Southern Baptist Convention, the parent organization, has now expelled them from the convention. 
a black church, a predominantly black church, began meeting in their facilities. This Raleigh White Baptist Church, it's New Seasons Church. It's predominantly black. And for a time, this Raleigh White Baptist Church was sharing their facilities with this new church, New Seasons Church, a predominantly black church. The black church began to grow. They experienced significant growth. And, uh, again, I don't know the details, so I don't want to presume too much here. But strife arose between the two congregations, and uh, white members of this Baptist church treated black members of the other church that was using their facilities, treated them very poorly. And uh, the local association there in Georgia uh, uh, confronted them, uh, asked them to make things right with the black congregation. They refused. So the local uh, association uh, kicked them out, and uh, they continued in their uh, decision not to repent, not to make things right with the black congregation. And now... The national organization has expelled Raleigh White Baptist Church from the Southern Baptist Convention because of racial motivations, racial attitudes within the church. To my knowledge, this is the first time that the Southern Baptist Convention has expelled a local church from their fellowship because of racism. If this church truly is racist... Good for them. Uh, Not for the church. Good for the Southern Baptist Convention. This kind of action will prove they mean business in uh, encouraging racial reconciliation. Good for them. This is Bob Bernie filling in for my friend Bill Bunkley here on Faith Talk 570 FM 102.1 and AM 910. One of your favorite programs is facing a financial deadline on June 30th, and Chuck Swindoll needs to hear from you. You have my word. Every dollar you donate to Insight for Living Ministries is stewarded with utmost care. Can I count on you to do your part? To respond to the urgent need at Insight for Living, give a donation right now. Call 800-772-8888 or go online to insight.org. Do you love a hot dog or hamburger at the ball game? Then you need to bring your appetite to Spectrum Field every Monday. Your $14 ticket includes all you can eat. That's right, you can chow down on all of your ballpark favorites, like hamburgers and hot dogs and many other concession favorites. All you care to eat. Just $14 gets you a ticket to the game and all you can eat. Make sure you come hungry. Visit threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball, get hooked. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. A federal judge has ruled in favor of the AT&T merger with Time Warner today. The approval by the judge is with no conditions. The Justice Department had sued last year to block the merger, saying that the deal would hurt consumers. Again, the AT&T merger with Time Warner has been approved by a federal judge today with no conditions attached. 
Senators are offering mixed reactions to the Trump-Kim summit. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says the U.S. didn't get much. It is worrisome, very worrisome, that this joint statement is so imprecise. What the United States has gained is vague and unverifiable at best. What North Korea has gained, however, is tangible and lasting. But Republican Senator Lindsey Graham told NBC's Today Show President Trump made North Korea an offer it couldn't refuse. We've made it clear to North Korea, you've got two ways to end this conflict. Peacefully, where you get a lot of incentives to give up your nukes, you get security guarantees to give up your nukes, and if you don't, we're going to have a military conflict to end your nuclear program. I think it's that clear to Kim Jong-un, and if it's not that clear... It will never work. Mr. Trump also announced that the U.S. will stop holding joint military exercises with the South Koreans. Congress has launched a two-week vote-a-thon on more than three dozen bills intended to combat the opioid abuse crisis. A growing crisis that now claims the lives of more than 100 Americans every day. Oregon's Greg Walden. We have an opportunity to save lives. We have a responsibility to our families, friends, communities, our neighbors, and our nation to lift people out of addiction and to get America on a better path. Legislation includes measures to fund more caseworkers, create new treatment programs, and conduct new research. Lawmakers admit the measures won't eliminate the problem, but they're hoping it makes a difference. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting on Wall Street. The Dow down by two points. The Nasdaq rose 44. More on these stories at townhall.com. Do you have a retirement account worth more than $100,000? Pay very close attention to what I'm about to tell you. Gold is a better way. Gold, it's better. Better way to protect your retirement, a better way to grow your retirement, and better than everything you're currently doing inside your retirement account. My name is Adam Barada. I'm the founder of goldisabetterway.com, and I'm so certain gold is going higher in price and going to outperform stocks and bonds. I've created the world's first gold retirement protection platform ever built. If you have an IRA or 401k, I want to give you free access. Once you see this, you'll have no choice but to agree. And all you need to do is call for your special code. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. On a recorded line, you'll get a special code. You can join the site for free. No salespeople, no rigmarole. Just call 800-900-8000. Get your code. Get it now. Gold is a better way. Gold is a better way. Gold is a better way dot com. Surging gas prices have triggered increases in consumer prices and inflation. Consumer prices rose 0.2% in May, with soaring gasoline costs driving much of the increase. The Labor Department says the consumer price index climbed nearly 3% last month from a year ago, putting inflation on its fastest annual pace since February 2012. But core prices, excluding food and energy, have increased only 2.2% in the past 12 months, The slower growth in core prices likely means the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates only gradually. Mike Hemp in Washington. George H.W. Bush is celebrating his birthday in Maine as the first former U.S. president to turn 94 years of age. Mr. Bush doesn't have any big plans for Tuesday's birthday, eight days after being released from a hospital where he was treated for low blood pressure. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. U.S. donations to charitable causes reached an all-time high last year. Correspondent Jennifer King has more. A report from Giving USA found that charitable giving in the United States broke records in 2017, reaching an estimated $410 billion last year. Adjusted for inflation, that total was up 5.2% from 2016. 
The biggest increase was in giving to foundations, which was up 15.5 percent, driven by large gifts from major philanthropists to their own foundations, $1 billion from Dell Technologies CEO Michael Dell and his wife Susan, and $2 billion from Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan. Cece Palmer, the editor of the Chronicle of Philanthropy, said many fundraisers are pleased with the recent increase but are unsure what lies ahead. They're worried that middle-class donors may cut back on giving if changes in the new tax law no longer give them a deduction for their charitable donations. I'm Jennifer King. Information comes from the Indiana University Lilly Family School of Philanthropy. More on these stories at townhall.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. You have to be mindful when you get hooked up with the devil. It's not going to work out. You're not going to get away with it. But John 10, 10 says he came to steal, kill, and destroy you. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. I don't believe the Bible. What's the trouble? He asked. She says, I just cannot believe that Noah swallowed that whale. Chuck Swindoll is a master storyteller. Chuck's stories both delight and show us the world around us. But now Insight for Living faces a financial challenge that could impact your ability to hear Chuck. Log on to insight.org, insight.org, or call 800-772-8888, 800-772-8888. Finding faith together. The new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN, also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour is sponsored by EDI Travel. If you'd like to learn more about Bob Bernie Live, visit our website, thewordcolumbus.com. ThewordColumbus.com. it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. They are coming after your children and grandchildren. Now, that sounds very ominous, but it's the absolute truth, folks. They are coming after your children and your grandchildren. They want to get a hold of their minds and their hearts while they are still young. Who are the they? The liberal left. And they want to absolutely destroy the moral foundation of your family, my family, and the moral foundation of our country. Now, I know that's an incredibly strong statement, but I believe it with every fiber of my being. Welcome to Bobberty Live. Thank you for joining me. I am uh, delighted to welcome our listeners in Tampa, Florida, on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1, and also our listeners in Columbus, Ohio, on The Word, 880 AM and 104.5 FM. It's just a real privilege and a delight to uh, welcome you to the program. All right, what has me all fired up about the liberal left coming after your children and your grandchildren? Well, I've got a couple of stories here. Listen to this. Here's the headline. Library system hosting over-the-top story hour with men, women, strutting their stuff in drag. Here's the dateline, St. Paul, Minnesota. A library system in Minnesota is raising concern as it recently announced that it will be hosting three over-the-top drag story hours in June and July. 
Now, that's their term, over-the-top drag story, hours in June and July, billing the event as being geared toward families and suitable for, I want you to hear this, this is a quote, the -the over-the-top drag story hours, June and July, are geared towards families and suitable for babies, toddlers, preschoolers, and teens. Yes, they want your baby, your toddler, your preschooler to come and hear a story being read by a man dressed in drag, dressed as a woman. That's an intentional pause. I, I just, I, I just want you to take this in. Quote, come, meet some fabulous drag queens and kings at the library. They will read stories, sing songs, and strut their stuff for an over-the-top story hour. All ages are welcome. This is from the uh, Saint Paul Public Library System. St. Paul, Minnesota. Can you imagine? They will read stories, sing songs, and strut their stuff. Okay. I'm not a prude, but I don't think I want little children seeing drag queens strutting their stuff. The event coincides with Homosexual and Transgender Pride Month and is being held in conjunction with the organization Flip Phone, which features... Well, i got to clean this up to be able to read it on the radio. Uh, which features uh, the, uh, a number of risque photos on its social media pages. Now, again, I... I got to clean this up to to read it on the radio. So it's it coincides, and it's in conjunction with the organization Flip Phone. I'd never heard of them, and I'm glad. But evidently, they have uh, risque photos on their social media page, and this is the organization that is sponsoring the -the over-the-top drag stories in St. Paul, Minnesota libraries. Quote, the story hours are stated to feature two drag performers each. They also include women dressed as men who are known as drag kings at some of the events. The promotional material continues, quote, drag pushes people to break boundaries and explore creativity. At a very young age, we are taught to embrace our differences. Drag not only provides an opportunity to embrace who we are, it allows us to broadcast and share who we are with the world. The uh, first event was held on Monday evening of this week, uh, featured drag performers Utica and Sasha, who read stories, sang songs, and danced with the children in attendance. One of the stories read was Julian is a Mermaid, a book about a boy who wants to dress up like a mermaid after seeing three women do so. 
The children also gathered around one of the men dressed in drag for a group photo. (sighs) Library system in St. Paul, Minnesota. Like I said, the liberal far left, the perverted far left, are coming after the minds and the hearts of your children and your grandchildren. They want to get them young. Here's the next story. Headline, Parents Fight Pornographic Sex Ed Policy for Grade Schoolers. This is out of San Diego, California. San Diego parents are disgusted over what they are calling pornographic lessons that are part of the school district's new state-mandated sex education program. The California Healthy Youth Act has been described as, quote, the most robust, comprehensive sexual health law in the country. According to the San Diego Union-Tribune, the materials they're teaching are graphic and pornographic, and go well beyond the law. That's a quote from the San Diego Union-Tribune, a secular newspaper. The story goes on. Parents are shocked, a parent told ABC San Diego. Parents are appalled by this curriculum. The law states that parents have the ultimate authority in impacting values to their children, not the schools, a parent said. Now, this has gotten quite a bit of attention in San Diego, and parents are outraged when they found out what their kids are getting in school in the name of sex ed. And by the way, if you would find out what your children are getting in your school, you might be outraged as well. Now, listen to this. How bad is this curriculum? And by the way, it doesn't say so in this story, but I can almost guarantee you this is Planned Parenthood. I can almost guarantee you this is Planned Parenthood sex ed material because that is pornographic. Now, how bad is it? The NBC News station in San Diego ran a lengthy story on this recently in their evening news. Are you ready? The TV station, NBC News in San Diego, did a lengthy report on it, and when they showed pictures of what little children are seeing in schools as sex education, the TV station had to pixelate the images because it would be illegal to show these pictures on TV. So they had to pixelate them. Get this! Sex ed material being given to little children is so graphic, the NBC station in San Diego was afraid that they would get fined if they actually showed the images on TV so they had to pixelate it. That's how bad it is. This is the liberal left, and their desire to indoctrinate, brainwash your kids. The story ends, however, not everyone is opposed to the graphic sex education program. The San Diego LGBT Community Center praised the curriculum. 
Spokesperson Carolyn Dessert said, Our LGBT youth deserve schools that are safe, and they deserve schools that give the comprehensive information they need to make healthy choices now and in their bright futures. So the LGBT, the radical homosexual community in San Diego, says, Yeah, bring on the porn for the kids. That should tell you a great deal. Like I said, folks, it's not an exaggeration. The left is trying to destroy the moral foundation of our country and more specifically, your family. You need to be aware of what your children are watching, viewing at home, at school, on the computer. You need to be aware of what your kids are being exposed to. We'll be back. Hey, this is Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. And right now, your gift of $60 provides enough ready-to-use therapeutic food, enough plumping nut, and medicine to save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We've been talking about this for several days now, and we just have a little bit of time left to meet the goal of saving 150 kids. The number is 888-884-4836. I was on the air not so long ago, actually in Seattle. Seattle is not known for being the bastion of uh, Christianity. I don't know if you knew that or not. It's like the uh, West Coast version of Boston. I mean, it's just it's just not uh, a place that the churches thrive. And yet there, I had a woman call and say, I want to do this for 100 kids, a $6,000 one-time gift. We do need a game changer, I must say. We want to be able to thank you by first name and by city. So whether you're going to do $60 or $600 or $6,000 or more or less, the good news is it's going to be matched dollar for dollar, and we're waiting for your call right now at 888-884-4836. Well, again, that number is 888-884-4836. Letstalkfaith.com uh, is the website you can go to and click the Save the Children banner. And right now, would you call 888-884-4836? Maybe there's somebody right now you would make a leadership gift of um, of $600, and that would draw us so very closely. We're, I'm telling you, we're we're right there. Scott's over there, kind of calculating everything. Thirteen more, thirteen down to a, thirteen would be seven hundred eighty dollars. Thirteen kids right now would be seven hundred eighty dollars. And listen, I could sit here and break it down with an abacus into all type of <laughs> monthly and bi monthly gifts and ways to do it. However, you choose to do it, need somebody to do it. I, you know, listen, if you just want to make that one time gift of sixty dollars, we welcome that and we're blessed by need that. It. But I really truly do believe, Scott, that there's somebody that's been listening. They listened yesterday. They've listened today. God's been tapping at their heart and just kind of, you know, nudging them the whole time. And they, you just kind of get in that place. You're like, oh, you know, later, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it happen. You can make it happen. I mean, you can. You know, really you can. There are families. They'll put a whole vacation on a credit card mm-hmm. and hope that by the end of the year they pay for mm-hmm. it. We live in just a stone's throw of Disney World. And I know, and I've met people. Where'd you come from? Mm. I came down from, you know, Dakota. We come here every year. And, you know, you know they put three, $4,000 in that credit card at the beginning of the year to book it, and then they kind of figured it out. And I just know that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I know there's somebody listening right now. You know you could make that gift. And you could either write the check and it'd be done or put it on your debit card. 
or you could just find a way to figure it out. You just figure it out. And I want you to, I just want to encourage you right now. God's been speaking to you. When you think of these children, when you think about what they're experiencing, when you think about how they're really at the door of death, when, when, you know, Scott told us last hour that one of the kids he met over there said, well, if I grow up, I'd like to be my grandfather. When you're living in a state where you don't assume that you're going to grow up, that's a bad place to be. But we can rescue. We can help save the children on the ground right now in very difficult places, providing Plumpy Nut, providing this therapeutic food for children really on the brink of death. Your $60 gift saves one of these children. So I need you to call right now. And don't worry about figuring it out till later. You'll figure it out. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Learning about God in the school makes it easier to live for God outside of school. I love that I'm able to be a Christian and not have to worry about what other people think of me. Sarasota Christian School is a faith-based Christian school that instills values in children pre-K to 12th grade. My parents certainly raised me in faith, but it wasn't driven home in the school system. You know, here my kids talk about different scriptures in the Bible. And I think that, to me, has made my children not just religious kids, but Christian kids. At Sarasota Christian, they pride themselves on small class sizes and individualized attention. Personally, I like that it's a smaller school, so we're able to connect with the teachers. They know us on more of a personal level. The teachers really want you to succeed in their class. They don't just give you the information, but they really want individual students to do well. Learn more at sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. Strength throughout the day. Weekdays at noon, it's Jay Seculo Live. Let me ask you all something as American people. You want the head of the FBI to be so impacted by politics of the day. And at 1230, Faith in Practice with A.R. Bernard. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you so very, very much for uh, joining me. Fascinating editorial in the Washington Post. I think this was a couple of days ago, but I just, I just found it today. And uh, again, an, an illustration of the incredible anger, malice, and even hatred of the liberal left today. Again, this is a Washington Post editorial piece by Susanna Denuda Walters. Never heard of her. She is a self-proclaimed feminist. Again, never Never heard of her. Susanna Denuda Walters. And uh, the uh, title of her editorial in the Washington Post is, Why Can't We Hate Men? Why can't we hate men? 
the piece says Susanna Danuta Walters is a professor of sociology and director of the Women's Gender and Sexuality Studies Program at Northeastern University. She is also the editor of the Gender Studies Journal Signs. Uh, she begins by talking about Donald Trump, Harvey Weinstein, and and uh, how you know, almost all men are um, uh, almost all men abuse women. Then she says this: seen in this indisputably true context. Now the context is all men abuse women. That's her conclusion. She says, seen in this indisputably true context, it seems logical to hate men. I can't lie. I've always had a soft spot for the radical feminist smackdown for naming the problem in no uncertain terms. I've been rankled at the, but we don't hate men, protestations of generations of would-be feminists and found The men are not the problem. This system is obfuscation too precious by half. But, of course, the criticisms of this blanket condemnation of men from transnational feminists who decry such glib universalism to U.S. women of color who demand an intersectional perspective are mostly on the mark. So, in other words, she says, this belief that all of the problems are because of men, and it's okay to hate men, quote, are mostly on the mark. Uh, Let me skip a couple of uh, paragraphs. She says, so in this moment, here in the land of legislatively legitimized toxic masculinity, is it really so illogical to hate men? For all the power of Me Too and Time's Up and the women's marches, only a relatively few men have been called to task, and I've yet to see a mass wave of prosecutions or even serious recognition of wrongdoing. So she's very upset that we have not seen massive prosecutions of men everywhere, and the implication is I think they all ought to be locked up. I mean, really? Uh, let's see. She says, So men, if you really are with us and would like us not to hate you for all the millennia of woe you have produced and benefited from, start with this. Lean out so we can actually just stand up without being beaten down. Listen carefully. She says, Pledge to vote for feminist women only. If you're a man, don't run for office. If you're a man, don't be in charge of anything. Step away from the power. We got this. And please know that your crocodile tears won't be wiped away by us anymore. We have every right to hate you. You have done us wrong. Yeah. Can I can I can I read that again? She says, if you're a man, don't run for office. No, no more. No more. You can't run for office. You're a man. If you're a man, you can't be in charge of anything. Step away from the power. We got this. Please know 
Your crocodile tears won't be wiped away by us anymore. We have every right to hate you. You have done us wrong. Who's she talking about? Men. What men? All men. Men everywhere. And the Washington Post chose to print this editorial implying that all men are bad, all men are evil, all men abuse women, and therefore it is absolutely justified for women to hate all men. Okay. How many times have you heard people say, those conservatives are so mean-spirited, those conservatives are filled with hate, particularly you evangelical Christians, you hate everybody. Really? Listen, if we are following in the footsteps of Jesus... We love everybody. We are not characterized by hate. We may be characterized by standards. Hopefully, we will be characterized by godliness. Hopefully. But we will be characterized by love for all people. That is not the way the left even wants to be characterized. Wow. Whew. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A federal judge has approved AT&T's merger with Time Warner. He rejected the government's argument that it would hurt competition in pay TV and cost consumers hundreds of millions of dollars more to stream TV and movies. U.S. District Judge Richard Leon announced the decision today, bringing the biggest antitrust trial in years to an end. The ruling blesses the $85 billion merger, one of the biggest media deals ever. It allows AT&T, a phone and pay TV giant, to absorb the owner of CNN, HBO, and the Warner Brothers movie studio. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders says President Trump's top economic advisor, Larry Kudlow, is expected to remain at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center as a standard precaution after suffering a heart attack on Monday. Sanders says his doctors expect Larry will make a full and speedy recovery. On Wall Street, the Dow by two points, the Nasdaq rose 44. More details at srnnews.com. Strength throughout the day. Weekdays at 1 p.m., it's Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Now, if I'm trying to win in the game of life, and God is the way, the truth, and the one, Life, how can I win outside of him? And at 1.30, Turning Point with David Jeremiah. Men and women, I believe we're living in an age where Jesus is standing at the door of the church and he's knocking. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. A front page headline in the New York Times distorted a bold new initiative of the Trump administration and displayed that paper's long-standing grudge. Beneath a dramatic photo of a suspect being led away in handcuffs, the headline proclaimed, Trump targets federal workers in orders curbing protections. Well, first of all, the photo had nothing to do with persecution of federal workers. It showed movie mogul Harvey Weinstein at his recent arrest. Second, the story didn't describe targeting of government workers. It focused instead on admirable efforts to make it easier to cut unnecessary federal jobs and to terminate incompetent workers. 
Recognizing the obvious bias in their original headline, the Times itself changed it in later editions to the far more accurate Trump moves to ease the firing of federal workers. It was a revealing episode in media bias. I'm Michael Medvedev. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Bill Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the Northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. Chuck Swindoll, Bible teacher on Insight for Living. None of us wakes up feeling like an evangelist. But even so, no Christian gets a pass on the Great Commission. Jesus delivered not a suggestion, but a direct command to every believer to go and make disciples of all the nations. When you give your donation to Insight for Living Ministries, your financial gift is directly applied to telling others about Jesus and teaching new believers to study and to apply God's Word. And the doors are wide open to reach more people than ever before. To invest in the Great Commission with Insight for Living, give a donation today by calling 800-772-8888. That's 800-772-8888. Or go online to insight.org. Affordable family fun is what you get with every Clearwater Threshers game at Spectrum Field. See the stars of tomorrow playing today in the Florida State League. There's lots of promotions, too, including Saturday fireworks, concerts, Dollar Tuesdays, Feeding Frenzy Mondays, Tijuana Flats, Taps and Tacos Thursdays, and Brunch on Sundays. Find out more in the complete schedule by going to their website at threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball. Get hooked. I'm Bill Carl. The Bill Bunkley Show continues in just a moment. School's almost out, and yet Christian schools are already enrolling for next year. Great private Christian schools. And if you'd like to send your child, stop first at ChristianTuitions.com and get your first year's tuition at half off. That's at ChristianTuitions.com. Well, that's my desire to look at the world's news. Local news, international news, from a biblical perspective. That's my goal. And uh, I hope we usually reach that. Again, my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. We're going to talk about kites. Yeah, kites. K-I-T-E-S. Kites. And how dangerous they can be. Seriously? Yeah, we are. But first, 
I'm going to go to the phones because I've got John in Hillsboro, Ohio on the line. John, you're on Bobberty Live. Welcome, and thanks so much for calling. Hey, thanks, Bob. I love your show. Thank you. Um, and I was listening to what you were reading, and I thought, you know, I wonder if this applies, if if people thought about it, a, a lot of the churches uh, in America, the men had stepped away for whatever reason, and I'm not I'm not condemning the women that took over because they took over where the in the men in the man's absence. But I'm wondering if maybe that could be a problem in the churches. Do you? Uh... Oh, John, absolutely. You know, I I pastored for 25 years, but I've I've been in full time church ministry for. 48 years, and I have seen literally thousands of times, not hundreds, thousands of times, where a wife begs her husband to come to church. Will you please come to church? Uh, Nah, you know, they're just sitting around Sunday morning watching football with a beer in his hand. And here is the wife trying to give some spiritual leadership to the family, to the children, when it is absolutely clear in Scripture that the man is supposed to be the spiritual leader in the home. But if the devil can get the man to rebel against God, if the devil or the man's own flesh keeps him from being the spiritual leader, you know, the devil has a real victory in that home. And uh, being a pastor for many, many years, uh, and I was blessed with good men. All the entire time that I was pastoring, God gave us good men, but we worked hard on nurturing good men. You know, I mean, we really did. We worked really hard on developing male leadership, good men in the church. Uh, But so often it is the women who show more spiritual interest than the men and that is that's just sad and tragic. I, I mean, it really is. Right. I just wanted to get your comments on that because she was saying men step away, and well, a lot of the a lot of the churches have had problems because of that. Well, sure. And and, and John, if you're a regular listener, you hear me say this all the time: the devil lives in the extremes. Any right. topic, any subject. If the devil can get us to go to one extreme or another, then he wins. In this thing of male leadership, the devil lives in the extremes. I believe the Bible teaches strong male leadership in the home and in the church. But I have seen that abused over and over again, where men, husbands, pastors, spiritual leaders in a church go to an ungodly, devilish extreme where women are not only taken advantage of, but they're abused. And it is possible to spiritually abuse people. And I've seen that in the church as well, where women are treated like second-class citizens, and uh, the men are dominant in this, dominant in that, and women are treated very, very poorly. That is an ungodly, devilish extreme. The other extreme, however is a bunch of mousy men who will not take a leadership role, a leadership position, and will not be the spiritual leaders in their home and in the church that God wants them to be. The same is true for women. 
if they go to one extreme or the other, then again, the devil has a victory. And that's, you know, that's why I keep saying it. Any topic, any subject, if the devil can get us to go to one extreme or the other, he wins. Women are to be honored, loved, protected uh, in the church, in the home. A man has a responsibility to lay down his life for his wife because that's what Jesus did for the church, and that's what men are commanded to do in Ephesians chapter 5. Um, so if we, if we, if we reach that biblical balance of a man being a servant leader, and that's the key servant leader like Jesus, uh, then we have reached a, a, a biblical balance and, uh, we have men and women alike serving together in the church, in the roles where God has called them. Well said. All right. Thanks, John. Thank you. All right. I appreciate it. God bless. Uh, And it's true. In everything, we must have balance. But when we talk about roles in marriages, in the church, immediately people begin to assume you're talking about importance. You know, the role of men, the role of women in the home, in the church. We're not talking about importance. Now, again, I believe in strong male leadership in the church. I am a complementarian. I am not an egalitarian. Now, a complementarian believes that the the leaders of the church, pastors, deacons, elders, should be men. However, the church cannot survive without strong women, godly women in the church. They are complementary to each other. I believe that the man is to be the spiritual head of their home. Is he a dictator? Does he drag his wife around by her hair? Absolutely, positively not. They are complementary in their roles. An egalitarian view is they're completely equal. There's no difference in the roles. Uh, uh, Women are just as qualified to be a pastor, a spiritual leader, and so forth as men. That's egalitarian. And that's becoming very popular, by the way, in evangelical circles. But if you understand the biblical balance here, so I, I believe in strong male leadership. But let me tell you something. In the 25 years that I was senior pastor of a church, we probably could have done probably pretty well without most of the men. <laughs> I mean, we could have. We probably couldn't have got. We probably couldn't have got, could have gotten along without them. But I'm telling you, we could not have survived without the women. And I mean that sincerely. We probably could not have survived. And, you know, it's probably true in my house. I hope and pray that I am the spiritual leader in my marriage, my house, my family. But I'm telling you something. If I drop dead tonight, obviously I, I think my wife would miss me. I certainly hope she would. But things would probably run pretty smoothly. However, if something happened to my wife, my house would be thrown in total, complete chaos. I would have no idea where anything is. I mean, seriously. If you look at just importance, 
then women are just as important and in many cases more important. But it's not an issue of importance. It's an issue of roles. It's like this. Scripture is very clear that children are to obey and honor their parents. Okay? The parents are in charge. The children are to be in submission and they are to obey their parents. So does that mean then that since parents are in charge, they're more important than their kids? Question to any parent listening to me. Would you lay your life down for your kids or your grandkids? Of course you would. You believe that their life is more important than yours, and if necessary, you would, in a heartbeat, literally, lay down your life for your children or your grandkids because you believe their life is more important than yours. But in the biblical role, the children are to honor and obey their parents. It is not an issue of importance. The world and the left wants you to believe that it's it's an issue of importance. It is not. It is just God-given roles. All right. I had not planned on getting off on that, but that's okay. Uh, we need to take a break, final break of the hour. When we come back... The Dangerous Nature of Kites. Yeah, you got to hear this story. Seriously. You've got to hear this story. And we'll get to it when we return. I'm Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Imagine a child so weakened from malnutrition, so near the brink of death with starvation, that they cannot cry out, for their mother's milk. They cannot turn their head to receive food. They cannot even move, uh, that their body literally is shutting down from hunger. That's really what's happening in so many parts of the world. And thank God for Save the Children stepping in, providing ready-to-use therapeutic food and medicines for these children. Uh, you can be a part of that right now. When you call 888-884-4836. Your gift of $60 saves a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. Uh, Scott Wilder joins us from Save the Children. Scott, we've talked about the before. Tell us a little bit about the after, after these kids receive this life-giving treatment. Uh, the, the after is light, and it's life, and it's a plump child, a happy child, a healthy child, like every child should be. I mean, that that is what your money does today. And I know it's easy for stuff to wash over us. There's stuff that happens here in the news, and it washes over me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have to shake myself to sort of shake me to wake me. Again, and, and I don't want this to ever wash over us. We, we are really talking about life and death. We're talking about a child that before, as we talked about, the child is uh, almost skeletal remains, no light, no life in her eyes, uh, can't hold her head up from her mother's arms because her neck is so weak. Uh, as you said yesterday, rightly, uh, does not have the energy even to make noise, to cry. Cry would be a step up mm-hmm. because it would mean energy. And so today, you know, the after, the plumpy nut, uh, is, a, is a life changer. It is a life saver. And that's what you're doing today when you call the number. You're providing life to a child who otherwise, and we say child, it really is largely children under the age of two. Uh, you know, the, the first big hurdle in that part of the world is a healthy birth. Mm-hmm. And lots of babies die in childbirth. I remember being on the road with a guy who was an interpreter 
I mean, he's an educated guy. He's been to college, been to university, uh, worked for the for the uh, consulate there, and was an interpreter. And we was talking to him over at a dinner uh, about his life and his family. I said, "Tell me about how you grew up." And he was talking to me about it. And he said, "My mother had eight kids." And so he, he goes on to talk. And I said, "Wow!" I said, "You grew up with eight kids in your family?" He said, "No, I grew up with four kids in my family. Three of them died in wow. childbirth, and one died of malnutrition before the age of two. Isn't it interesting the things that we assume?" You know, we are so blessed here in the United States of America that for a family near us to lose a child, it is a tragedy that many of us cannot even comprehend. And yet it is the day in and day out for so many of these children in places like Ethiopia, which is still trying to recover from the effects of a historic drought that uh, caused so much devastation, so much starvation and so much pain. Your gift right now of $60 to save the children provides ready-to-use therapeutic food, plumpy nut, for one of these children, literally bringing them back from the brink of death due to severe acute malnutrition. So far, we've saved 45 kids. We have 105 more we'd like to speak to. And right now, every dollar you give is doubled through the generous matching gift of a donor who said, I'll step up, I'll match these gifts. So this really is the time to call. 888-884-4836. That's 888 888- Eight eight four four eight three six. You can also help by clicking the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Let's make that gift today. Let's save a life today. You can do it by joining us and Scott Wilder and our friends at Save the Children. 888-884-4836. In my message today, We'll discover that he's been your guide to God's Word for years, Chuck Swindoll. The lesson couldn't be more obvious. He helps you start your day, end your day, or get your inspiration in the middle of the day. The real goal of maturity is being able to handle things in the lurch from the divine perspective, and you can do it. Now, Insight for Living faces a financial challenge that could impact your ability to hear Chuck. Giving levels have dipped well below their capacity to maintain current ministries, and the need is nothing short of urgent by June 30th. You can give back to the man and the ministry that have encouraged you for years. No gift is too small. Log on to insight.org. That's insight.org. Or call 800-772-8888. And tell them you're listening to Chuck on this station, 800-772-8888. And thank you. Strength throughout the day, weekdays at 2 p.m. It's Know the Truth with Philip DeCourcy. The Christian life isn't a joy ride, but it is continually, increasingly a joy road. And at 2.30, verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Success isn't based on the results that we see. Success is based upon what did God want to do? Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Weekday mornings at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website ptvtoday.org ptvtoday.org yeah you know the you put up in the wind k-i-t-e-s kites but before we talk kites let's talk guns for a moment we are hearing constantly that we have a gun problem in america it's a gun problem gun problem gun problem we've got school shootings we got shootings in chicago uh we have we have a, a gun problem 
And I have said consistently, we do not have a gun problem. We have a heart problem. Don't blame an inanimate object that can't shoot itself. Don't blame the object. Blame the person that is holding it, the person who pulls the trigger. To illustrate that, go to London, England. It is almost impossible for a private citizen to get a gun in London, England. They are illegal. They've been confiscated, can't buy them, can't sell them. Nobody in London, England has a gun. Guess what? The murder rate is exploding in London, England. There were more murders last year in London, England than New York City in America, but not with guns, knives. People are being stabbed to death. There is an epidemic of stabbings in London. So what are they saying in London? We have a knife problem. we got to do something about knives. I read an article just last week. It was a real deal. It wasn't fake news. It wasn't some parody that they are beginning a knife confiscation program in London where you can only have certain kind of knives and nobody's going to be allowed to have a butcher knife because the government authorities say nobody has to have a butcher knife. And so they're going to require that the sharp points on knives be ground down so they're, uh, anyway, it's just, it's nuts. It's not a gun problem. It's not a knife problem. It's a heart problem. Now, if they take all the knives away... They'll find another way to kill people. They use cars. They use vans. They use trucks. In Israel, the terrorists are using kites. They can't get guns, so they use kites. I'm not kidding. This is becoming a serious problem in the Gaza Strip. Gaza Strip is controlled by Hamas, a terrorist organization. They hate Israel. They hate the Jews. And so they have devised explosive kites, incendiary kites. Some of them have something similar to a Molotov cocktail. Some of them have explosives. And what they do, they get a long string, a long cord. They put the kite up when the weather, when the wind is is uh, in the right direction. They put the kite up. They let the string out. They let the twine out until the kite is flying over innocent civilian Israelis. They cut the string. The kite falls, starts a fire, or explodes. Here's the headline. Kite terror sparks 17 fires in Israel. In one large fire near Kibbutz near Am, firefighters worked for several hours before gaining control of the flames in just one blaze. In another incident, an incendiary kite caused a fire near the local train tracks and train station. Another kite fell in the Lakish region near the Gazan border. Israel police said the kite was attached to an operating system. Yeah, they're getting technically uh, uh, complicated, and they they have electronic control systems on these kites. And here's the thing to remember. Hamas in Gaza is not attacking military bases. They're not attacking soldiers. They're attacking women, children, civilians, trying to injure and kill 
as many civilians as they possibly can. Oh, that's not all. They're also using explosives in helium balloons. Quote, the idea... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.